Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the In and Around podcast. I am one of your hosts, Will Hunt, and joining me this week, like every week, is Mikey Breslin. Hello. And Dave Harris. Hello. Uh, Dave looked a bit confused there because I changed around the order. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, so what's the In and Around podcast all about? Well, every week, three mates get together to discuss and debate the world of football. However... As I've been saying every week, nothing much is happening right now in the world of football. Just um, it's cancelled, basically. So we're taking this moment to discuss and debate things in the past. This is a different kind of special episode. Um, it is we're going to come together and much in a similar vein to how we did with the Premier League, um, the 15 best Premier League players. We're actually going to pick our Champions League all time. 11. Now, the difference, the key difference here is we're going by positions. So there's going to be some really big names missing out. Damien Duff's not in it. Um, Jimmy Richarlison Boyd- as well, unfortunately, not in there. Richarlison, interesting enough, never played in the Champions League because he's shite. Um, <laughs> so, just before we get underway, we are picking in a 4-3-3 formation. So that's wing- two wingers and a striker and three central midfielders. It was left up to us whether... We wanted an attacking midfielder, just central midfielders or a central defensive midfielder. We're also picking sort of similar to how we did on the um, the Premier League pod. And if you haven't listened to that, please go listen to it. It's actually some of our finest work, isn't it, Mike? It absolutely is. Yeah. Um, we're picking on longevity. Um, we take a real take it into account. Like you, like players like Ronaldinho were excellent in the Champions League for a, a few seasons, but then fizzled out. So he unfortunately won't be featuring in any of our XIs. We're also taking into account success. How many times you've won it is a major thing. Much like with our Premier League eleven, if you haven't won the Champions League, you you are not in this XI. There we are. Certain players will also be missing out. Um, and then we took into account talent. So how good a player you are um, as is sort of the way we're differentiating between some of the people that are getting in. For example, is Danny Carvajal getting in with his four Champions Leagues? Is he fuck? Um, <laughs> so that's where we're at. We've picked 4-3-3 because I think it defines many of the iconic teams who've played in the Champions League. Pep's Barca being one. Madrid played a type of 4-3-3 when they won all their trophies. Um, so, fellas, first, before we actually get into way picking, how easy did you find this? It's quite, quite tough. Some positions, I think, are, are pretty easy. Um, I mean, even then, I'd, I'd say I've got honourable mentions for most of the positions um, but some, I think to whittle it down to 11 players is, is quite tough even though some of the positions are really quite obvious but as an 11 it's, it's quite tough I felt. Mike? Yeah there's, there's five or six easy ones I think yeah. that, that uh, I think all three of us have got it's the ones you're filling in around there Ooh. where as you said in the intro there's a few big names that are going to Mm. Not even be mentioned. I mean, Ronaldinho. Everyone, we grew up loving watching yeah. Ronaldinho. He's not. He's not going to make it in. Um. So yeah, there's a. It took a little while just to work out who was going to fit into which position, mm. and even the manager, which uh, we've all picked a manager, mm. was a little t- in- yeah. more interesting than I thought it might have been. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I don't. <sighs> I started doing this today. I sort of had an 11 in mind. And then I thought, well, you, well, you can't half-ass this. 
can't half fast this. You need to actually look into this. So I sat down today at about 12 and I finished at three. And uh, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> it's because I started and I was like, and I picked up a list of all the players, all the players who've won more than one. And then just started whittling and whittling and whittling and whittling. And then got to like a few ones that were really tough cuts for me. Um, that, I mean, yeah, so... This was definitely difficult. However, some parts of it were difficult. We will go from defence to attack, I think, lads. Um, and we'll start with the goalkeeper. Um, me and Mike both have Ike Casillas. Um, Mike, do you want to give me Ike Casillas' resume? Um, yeah, obviously. <clears throat> um, Real Madrid goalie for many, many years. Um, three Champions Leagues which is tough to beat. Um, 181 appearances, which may be the leading appearance maker in the Champions League. I think he is, yeah. I can't remember if that's actually correct. Um, it is correct, yeah. He's got eight more than Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, leading appearance maker, three Champions Leagues. I don't think there's too much... Well, to me, there's not much argument there. No. Um, however, someone is arguing this. Dave, <laughs> who have you picked and give me the respect I've, for your I've man. gone for Victor Valdez. So, 106 games, kept 45 clean sheets. Only, he conceded a goal on average 0.84 per game. And he won three Champions Leagues. And of what was a very successful era for Barcelona, he was, without doubt, their number one. So... I would I would definitely consider him for this. And, okay. and he made a lot of important saves, actually obviously not been up to too much. I did watch quite a few highlights of Victor Valdez making <laughs> cracking saves in the Champions League. The good thing about Victor Valdez, it wasn't just that part of his game as well, because no, he was part too. of those Barcelona teams. Yeah. He was he's re- obviously really good, good with ball. his feet. Yeah. Until it got a bit too good for even his yeah, own good. When he started. brought out the Cruyff turns, it went pretty downhill <laughs> from there. That was a bit of a worry. But yeah, I, I just think Casillas' longevity. Yeah. The the period that he covered, he was number one for... I, I mean, he just was the Real Madrid number one for so many years. Without so, question. So I don't think Casillas is the best talent-wise for a goalkeeper to ever play in the Champions League. I do think he's better than Victor Valdez, talent-wise, as an actual goalkeeper. Um, I think they have different jobs to play, a lot of it. So, distribution-wise, I think it's pretty difficult to compare the two. However, how many appearances has Victor Valdez made again? 106. So, Ike Casillas has made... What's my maths right? 75 more? No, I agree, but... Not that many players even hit 100 games in the Champions League. No, which is why it's all the more impressive when you've hit 181. <laughs> um, yeah. I see if... your point, but it's not like I'm playing a, picking a goalkeeper that only made like 40 appearances. No, but the longevity thing matters. And the fact that Ike Casillas was great for so long, and probably the last, what, 10 of those was when he started to decline... Well, a couple of them will be for Porto, but the last 10 at Madrid are where he started to climb as well. Still doesn't take away from the fact I think, he's won so many and he's he's been so good. I think with Valdez, uh, well, I just absolutely loved watching this Barcelona team in this era. And 
he was the he was the keeper of that that team that I used to love watching. So yeah. sort of swayed it for me as well on a personal but, level rather but, than just looking at facts. But no one will. I remember. I remember because we played them quite a bit, and it wasn't like when it wasn't like watching Madrid where you you felt, oh God, Ikes Casillas is a real position of strength for Madrid. When you played Barcelona, you never felt like goalkeeper was a hundred percent a massive position of strength for them. You felt they've got a good defence, they've got a great midfield, and they've got a great, they've got an unbelievable strike force. But their goalkeeper always felt like their weakest position. So to, I'm not attributing as much team success to him as I am to Ike Casillas personally. I'd rather go with Casillas. I, I would tend to agree that Valdez was ne- never necessarily one of the top two or three in the world. No. I wouldn't say. Whereas Casillas probably, for a good portion there, probably would have been. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my take on it. And we are, I forgot to mention this at the start, we are intended to come out of this with our 11. So we will have periodic votes as to who gets in. So this is the first one. Are you in... In favour of Ike Casillas? Does, doesn't matter because you've already voted two to one, so put him down. Yeah. But you could have you could have convinced us, but you didn't. <laughs> well, it didn't sound like I had a chance to, did it? He, he's got he Ike Casillas has got seventy five more appearances, which is three quarters of Valdez's total, and they've won the same amount of Champions Leagues. And Ike Casillas was a better keeper. I don't understand how this is an argument. Yeah, but. I don't get it. I loved watching this team and Victor Valdez is the keeper I thought of. I don't see why it's such an issue. If this team, it's not like I'm picking Thomas Kuczak because he made two appearances for Man United in the group stage. I like how you looked him up. Um, If we're (laughs) if we're sitting here picking the team of the players we liked watching in Champions League the most, well, I'm changing my entire team. I'll put a Damian Duff in. (laughs) Yeah, but I think. No, I, I still stick with Valdez. Solomon Kalou and he's spider hair in. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Bert- Bertrand, to be honest. Ryan Bertrand, one appearance, one win. I did have a look at him. The pod team is is having Casillas in, I think. having Casillas in, and it's not even close. Heading <laughs> to right back now. Um, um, me and Mike, I think, have the same. Do you have the so same So do Dave? I. Come on. This, there's only one name for right back. Cafu? No. Because I did one. I looked at him one too. I looked at Just has to be Danny Alves, doesn't it, chaps? Just the fact that Danny Cal- Carver has won. What did he win for? Yeah. Or has won? Carver yeah. by the way, slewed him at the top of this podcast. I think he's a perfectly good right back. Quite like him. But the idea of him, the idea of him getting in this team was was laughable. Um, for. When I said tough ones for me, um, I really did take a long, hard look at Cafu um, so, in, term, in terms of being in this team. Um, however, what swayed it for Danny Alves for me was actually not his performance at Barcelona, although that was, well, <laughs> unbelievably good. It was actually his performance for Juventus, where um, he signed and he was the extra bit of quality in the latter stages of the competition to get them to a final. And um, I sort of was like, oh, wait. Danny Alves was so good that he did it for two teams, in a way. And he, I mean, he didn't win it with Juventus, but I thought that that weighed on my mind a bit when I was picking. He was but also thirty-three that year, he which was. shows you how how good this guy is to be able to do that as a fullback on uh, the the dawn of his career, really. 
Yeah, when they played Monaco in the final, um, not in the final, in the semi-final, and him and Higuain combined for an absolutely scandalous goal. It's a scandalous goal where he backheels it and Higuain scores. It's beautiful. But um, in terms of his resume, um, he's got 114 appearances and he obviously won it in um, 11 and... Oh, did they win it in nine? They won it in nine and 11, didn't they? That sounds about right, yeah. You should know, Mike. Yeah, they did. <laughs> 9-11 and also 2014-15. He won three. You won three? Yeah, Danny Alves won three. Oh, okay. All right, he's definitely in there. Yeah, this is why when I looked at it more, even Cathy didn't become that close. Oh, we only won two. Anyway, um, Mike... He is as a triple the, Champions League winner. Very good. As the resident Pep's Barca biggest fan, um, do you want to talk me through Danny Alves and why you think he should be here? Um, he just was the perfect right back for Pep, pretty much. Really good on the ball, um, up and down. He was obviously quite an attacking right back. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he just... He just fit in, especially with, I know we'll get on to the centre-backs in a minute, but Puyol and Piquet were the, the two, really, that, well, I suppose Mascherano and Piquet for a time. Mm-hmm. But they, with them two sitting there, he was able to just... Maraud. Um, mar- exactly, maraud is the word, up, up that right flank. He was always available, regardless... Um, of where the ball was, they could always knew they could find Danny Alves out on the right. An outlet always there, which is exactly what Pep loves his players to be looking for the ball. Um, he's obviously, like you said, he's done it for two teams. Um, and I think he was a bit undervalued during probably the earlier years. Hmm. And then towards maybe near the end of his time at Barca and like his time at Juventus, we re- actually realised how good he really was when they had to try and find a replacement for him. They're still searching, Barca, really. They still haven't found... I doubt you're going to find one as good as him. Considering, no. I mean, the honours list of that guy is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's incredible, worth. really. Unbelievable. What a cracking footballer. Yeah, he was... I, th- I think, to be honest, when you talk about no-brainers and locks, he is there. I mean, I know I really wanted to see if I get Cafu in this team, but I just couldn't. I couldn't. It was one of them where you can't even think about it. Um, what a player, what a man. Absolutely. He's in there. So, we've got one centre-back that we all agree on. And I think if anybody hadn't agreed on it, I would have shut down the podcast. Because <laughs> this is such a no-brainer. Such a no-brainer. Um, it's Maldini. Dave, have you got the uh, the resume for Maldini? Well, we did say from Champions League only, so mm. not not counting European Cups. There's three Champions Leagues, an absolute stalwart at the back for Milan for 20, 20 years. Um, just an absolute rock, arguably... In fact, I don't even think it's an argument. Probably one of the best defenders of all time. Number one. Yeah. He's I just, hold that belief. Just an unbelievable centre-back. 
ever and even left back just ever present in these Milan teams that won won three Champions Leagues. And just <laughs> that's is enough. I feel. I think Maldini's in here for two for qualifies on every single level. He's got the longevity, 139 appearances. He's got the success. He's won three and he's been to more fi- he's been to another final. Um talent wise, I don't think there's a defender on this list that deserves to be in him more. I think he's no. quite clearly one of the best to ever play the game. Um his understanding of the game, his reading of the game. Well, it's ma- uh, it's the famous quote that's attributed to him which is if I have to make a tackle I've already made a mistake and I think that's so so true. So yeah. true. <laughs> That's why I was always slide tackling. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's so versatile as well. He can play left back, which is which is mental. You've yeah. got, got the I was tackling. almost tempted to slide into left back so I could fit in another centre back. Yeah, I almost that, did that. I almost did that. No, yeah, I, I, the reason I didn't do that was I. Was That's like, how good he is. That I, I could, like, I felt I could fit him anywhere. I was like, best players in their best position. Yeah, I decided that in the end. Yeah, but um, he's so good that he's in this. He's in this team, despite being involved in the biggest bottle job in Champions League history. Yeah, I don't know how they didn't win it. It's a massive. It's a massive blot on any of those Milan players' um, resumes that they were involved in Istanbul because Istanbul was was it was a farce. It was disgrace. It was. I... Still find it hard to believe that a player like it. Well, I mean the whole team, I guess, but a team like that manages to with with characters like his in there, they manage the, to just collapse like it's, that. It's, it was, a te- it's a te- it's a, it's a testament to Steven Gerrard in many ways because you watch that game back and second half happens and it's that idea of I'm not losing this game and Liverpool are helped out massively by some just. Dreadful keeping from Dida, but um, yeah, I, Istanbul's one of those things that because uh, of the great other stuff that he did, we can look yeah, past that. I can look past it, but I think I think because I looked However, at, for a lot of other players that played that night. Because we'll come on to we'll come on to Pirlo because I thought Pirlo was was brilliant and. He's played in other Champions League finals and he's won it, won the competition. I was like, oh, could I get him in it? And I was like, Istanbul, no, nope, can't get him. Dave? I'd just like to point out, if if you haven't looked at the mismatch of lineups in that Istanbul, Istanbul final, Milan have a generational team of Dida, Carfu, Stam, Nesta, Maldini, Pirlo, Gattuso, Sadorf, Kaka, Shevchenko and Crespo, who bought... Rui Costa, Serginio and Thomason off the bench. Lost to a team that had Jersey Dudak, Steve and Carrigan, Jimmy Traore at left-back and Hippier, Xavi Alonso, Louis, Louis Garcia, Gerard, Risa, Harry Kuhl and Barosh. And they, they somehow didn't get that over the line. The, Just incredible. The close, Scott Carson was on the bench. I don't think I've ever seen, team-wise, a mismatch in recent years, like that, no, in the champion. I mean, probably the last one is uh, Chelsea in eleven twelve. Mm-hmm. When you consider that they had so many players who were great players, but they were over the hill by that point, and they're playing a very good buying team. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh, it is farcical. Istanbul. Istanbul ranks in the one 
I just I just wish it had never happened. Honestly, I just wish it's it had got never to be happened. one of the biggest upsets, really, hasn't it? Yeah, but Maldini. I don't want it to take away from the absolute brilliance of Maldini's career. Maldini deserves to be in here a thousand times over. If I could pick him for both centre backs, I would. However, we have to have an argument now because we've each got different differing thoughts on centre backs. I mean. I'm undecided between two, um, but Mike, you've decided. Do you want to give me your other centre half? Yeah, my pick Sergio Ramos. Um, four Champions Leagues, 124 appearances. Um, he's obviously got the success <clears throat> in the competition, um, longevity. He's done it over many years, and the, I'm sure the appearances would be more had he. That, does he not also hold the uh, red card record in the Champions League uh, at four alongside? Any any guesses who? Ibrahimovic and Agadards. Yeah. Oh, wow. How did you know that? I read your, <laughs> I read your <laughs> notes before. What a shame. <laughs> I did know Ibrahimovic. To be fair, Edgar Davids was a bit of a hothead despite his goggles. Um, but what yeah, Ramos, God. obviously. Hold on, hold on. We're not glossing over that. How would his <laughs> goggles not make him a hothead? I don't know. People, people, <laughs> don't, maybe. Don't call you no, down. people maybe didn't take him seriously because it was bright orange goggles, but really, he but just wanted to scrap. Did they take Michael Phelps seriously? He was wearing goggles. Yeah, <laughs> but he wasn't on a football pitch, well. Mike, Mike, Mike's wearing a bright orange shirt. You're not taking him seriously? No, but That's I would No, but. Well, it depends so, on what, what opinions he puts forward. It's actually a Netherlands shirt as well. Yeah. Big up Edgar. Let me just, so. just make it very clear. Given that you put Valdez in for your goalkeeper, I'm not taking anything you're saying seriously. So. <laughs> um, anyway, Ramos is Mike's yeah. pick. Dave, your pick. Carlos Puyol. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, three Champions Leagues, captain in every final. Um, he's just almost like... Maldini, a player that was around for a very successful era of, of Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Uh, just his team, obviously, Mil- Milan for Maldini. Um, again, someone at the back that... Just a rock at the back, you could say. Um, and like Mike was saying, him being in the team allowed players like Dani Alves to express themselves. Um, yeah, just an ultimate sort of captain, centre-back, a real warrior, to be honest, which you don't you don't really get. I said warrior instead of warrior for some reason, Chad. <laughs> I sort of looked up, I, looked, I was looking at my phone and I looked up at the camera to see that Mike got it as well. <laughs> yeah, I, really, I saw you both smile, sorry, I hadn't got away with that one. <laughs> so, a warrior, a warrior but, at yeah, the back. Terms, don't really would put his head anywhere. In terms of not a warrior, I'd just like to clarify that. <laughs> Puyol would put his head anywhere. I like he it. would. Um, in terms of appearances, uh, he's got 115 in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. So, as you would imagine, Ramos's will continue to rise. He will continue to go further appearance-wise than Puyol. I also had Puyol as one of the two, and the other one I had was PK. Now, I don't feel particularly strongly about um, PK. So I'm perfectly happy to go with you on Puyol because I do like Puyol. The one thing I am certain, certain, is that for all his accolades, for all his trophies, for all his appearances, 
I will be greatly disappointed if Sergio Ramos makes it into this team. Yeah, agreed. Because he's so he's so reckless, and I'm not. I'm convinced he's a brilliant player. I'm not convinced he's as brilliant as these others. If you know what I mean, I don't think he's a better player than Puyol. And given he's only got one more Champions League, I'm not massively prepared to. I'm not prepared to give him a massive edge over it. Oh, and also, we've got a real. There's a real thing to think about here in terms of rewarding play. It's the Danny Carver Hall effect in a way of rewarding Danny Carver Hall for playing with Ronaldo. Um. I don't want to reward Ramos for having four Champions Leagues when I feel that he was n- he was never they never w- defense never mattered as much to those teams. It's 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 I a don't difficult. Think you can put that forward when Puyol had Messi and basically every great attacker of of any time like Henri has one as without, well. He has one without Messi. Yeah, agreed, but. Still sort well, of the same argument, isn't yeah, it? I'd say. Ram- Ramos, doesn't, Ramos, Ramos doesn't have one without Ronaldo. I think, I think I, I'd go with Puyol over Ramos because Ramos was... I mean, Ramos, again, he is a great leader, whatever you think of him in that team. Um, is he but, getting sent off when your team needs you? No, I was going to say Puyol is far more reliable in terms of a player and also... I just can't look past Peel for the fact that he would literally do anything for his team. I'm happy Absolutely to go with Peel. I, to I think sure... Ramos is the better player. But... Really? Because I don't. Yeah, I, I really do. But Peel was my next choice, so I'm happy to go with Peel for the. I'm for the interested. I'm interested to think to know why Ramos is the better player, though. In your mind. I just, I just think he's. When you actually watch him defend, I, I think he's fucking brilliant. He reads Absolutely. the game very well. He's such a yeah. He's always where he needs to be, and if he's not, he will just clatter you and take a card. Also, Ramos Ramos is quick. He used to be a right back, didn't he? Back at yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to try and take a gamble of which team it was before. <laughs> he was a right back at Madrid for a while. He's um. Have a look at. Have a look at at his YouTube, I think there's some YouTube highlights of Sergio Ramos defending. And it's fantastic. No, it's severe. I knew it was I'm not going to tell you he's not a brilliant centre-half. I just, I don't think, I don't think he's better personally than, I know, every time I watch him. I prefer watching Puyol, but. And every time I watch him, I'm worried. And I'm, and you, you don't feel that. If, I don't want. I don't want my. I don't want to think to my centre. I, I don't want to look at the centre half and think, "Can I rely on you today?" It was always the problem with. It was always the problem with. Um, I can't remember his name. Not Pepe. You mean Pepe at Real Madrid? Pepe, David Luiz. David Luiz. Okay. It, the PlayStation footballer. You, you watch him. You watch him, and doesn't. I'm not. I'm not equating the two of them in talent. I'm equating the two of them in temperament, in that they. It's just a sense that they get bored, and I just feel they could let you down. I feel like if if I put if I was... he can let you down, but also, which is definitely a negative, and that's why we will take Puyol because he's far more reliable. But Puyol's prone to a, a bit of a howler as well. Puyol was fiery. 
Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. So I think with Puyol, what swayed it for me is Puyol was so good on the ball that they could use him. They could use him in midfield, but they could do that. Yeah, with they could use him way. anywhere. Like he so, he could be relied upon. It wasn't a fact that with these great Barca teams with attacking football, they had to rely on like the the defense hoofing it to a fullback or a wing because they couldn't be trusted on the ball. Puyol was still great on the ball by himself. Um, and yeah, maybe if he was a no-nonsense centre-back, yes, I've been playing football manager recently, just who's the ball at the pitch, then maybe you could be like, okay, it's not the same. But Puyol played the boss of football that the rest of that team did. Ramos has got a goal in the Champions League final, though. Yeah, after I said he would... I would hate it if he scored as well. Just, uh, just, however, I'm going to take that away from him because Courtois should have saved it. He really <laughs> should have done. Still went in the goal. Yeah, but he should have saved it. Anyway. Yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy to go with Puyol. He was my next choice. But I, I did. I know I've just, I know I've just argued vehemently against Sergio Ramos, but I did have Sergio Ramos as being after Puyol or PK. Yeah, I, I did consider him for sure. I wanted to give some love to PK, but. I was, I'm kind of like. That was a huge mistake by Manu letting him yeah. go to back to Barcelona. Just do, you know he won back, do you know he won back to back Champions Leagues, Mike? Because he won with well, United. Yeah, and he then he won with Barca. Yeah, but he yeah. wasn't, wasn't in the match day squad for his um, Moscow. So, anyway, left, left back is another argument inbound. Um, me and Mike have got Roberto Carlos. Um, <laughs> Uh, Mike, do you want to give us the resume for Roberto Carlos? Uh, yeah, he, he has also won three Champions Leagues. Um, he's He was just a stalwart of the Real Madrid team down down the left side again um, for many years. 128 appearances. So, longevity's there, talent's there, everything's there. He played for the, the Galacticos. This guy was a fantastic left back has iconic um, Champions League moments he really has some iconic didn't he get as, assist, as iconic as it gets got the assist for Zidane's volley against Leverkusen didn't he I think he did I think he did, did yeah I think he did um okay so who's the other challenger Dave yeah I've gone for Marcelo four four Champions Leagues that's Will uh, hitting his head with a, a notepad just to just put that forward um, for the sounds you're hearing. <laughs> now, the viewers can hear that. They can see that, sorry. <laughs> I like it, Mike. The viewers can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four Champions Leagues. Marcelo, I get, is more attacking as a fullback, which I know and Will hates. Carlos. Well, you... You were saying before this pod how attacking fullbacks are a problem. No, no, no. I was saying fullbacks who can't defend is a problem. But Marcelo but can't defend. defend. No, he can't. Marcelo is. I don't get why he gets so much hate. I admit, I didn't used to get on board any sort of Marcelo train. But if you watch, why, if you watch, this guy, everybody targets. Used to everybody used to target Real Madrid's right side. Everyone, it used to happen every time you watched it. They, all the attacks came down the right. Can you give me a game where they just loaded the right side, please? <laughs> you can't just put forward a statement like that with no evidence, Will. I'm that trying is... to think of it. 
but because I can't, I can't think of a game where Marcelo's ever been loaded against and looked like a not loaded a against. League Two fullback. Not loaded against, and I'm never saying he, I'm not saying he's a League Two fullback. I'm saying French he's not two, good defender. Way, well, not, he's not, not a good probably. defender. He's he's an integral part of this Real Madrid era of what really was domination of Champions League. Well, I'm sorry to say that that was all done by Ronaldo. So. Roberto Carlos is in. Oh, Roberto Carlos no, had another Ronaldo. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I'm not putting all of it on Ronaldo. However, I'm just saying that when it has to factor into account people who've won it without Ronaldo or Messi, that has to be taken into account. Because otherwise, go on. Because otherwise, it just feels like we could sit here and be like. It, it, it just to be fair half the team that we're going to end up with will have won it will either be Ronaldo or Messi or have won it with them yeah I know but I just think because <laughs> those two teams have dominated the Champions League yeah that's the nature of of what we're doing here and that's, and that's but that's why we also have to take into account talent and how good they were which is why we got to take into account that while Marcelo, Marcelo got... is excellent, I won't have anyone say but, that he is so, not excellent. So we're sitting here splitting hairs because everybody we talk about today is going to be excellent. But when you're talking about excellence as a defender, you've got to be excellent on both sides of the ball. And Marcelo is—he's not a bad defender, but he's an average defender. But he didn't have to defend. But that doesn't mean that when you're picking defenders, you pick him over someone who was great on the other side of the ball and a decent defender. I, I find it hard to look past Roberto Carlos as good a player as Marcelo clearly is. We know how good he is going forward. Um, and yeah, whatever you think about Marcelo going backwards, Carlos, Roberto Carlos probably all round, I would say, gets in. That's, that'll be my... Opinion. I mean, I can see your, uh, I can see your points with Roberto Carlos. I'm not denying he's a fantastic player, but Marcelo, if you've watched Real Madrid, when a lot of their attacking get... work goes through Marcelo, Marcelo, and also when team when they get countered, Marcelo is always, always getting back, and yes, he's. Yes, he's having to get back because he he loads forward. Was it was it Klopp who said that it's no secret that Marcelo can't defend? This is Klopp that blames losses on the wind. Will I'm not taking his it opinion on the four times Champions right, League. So I am because he's putting this up is, all, he's putting forward his team for a Champions League final. Because hate Klopp most of the time. Yeah, but it doesn't doesn't mean he doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to targeting a player. If he if if Jurgen Klopp said who says that Marcelo, that Marcelo can't defend and he's going to target him, then he's going to target him, isn't he? Sorry, just like that. He also lost that game. It doesn't matter though, <laughs> really. I'd rather have Roberto Carlos personally, but Marcelo is a very gifted fullback, especially. These days, where you want an attacking fullback, um, yeah, I just want, I just, yeah, 
I don't yeah. like having. Don't like picking an all-time XI with a fullback who can't defend. I think Marcelo's a lot better going forward, and Carlos is a lot better going the other way. Mm. So it depends what you value. That's what I would guess with these two. I would say that the discrepancy between their defensive sides of the games are far less. It's a far. It's a far wider gap than it is on the other side of the ball. Yeah, I'd imagine that's probably true. Dave, are you here? All right. I think he seems to have gone, so we're picking Roberto Carlos. Yeah, we're picking Roberto Carlos. Um, So we'll move on to midfield then. So Mm -hmm. that's that's good to have Roberto in the team. (laughs) So we've gone, we've got three midfielders. So you've got um, two locks, which me, Will, and Dave all had, Uh who are Xavi and Iniesta. Personally, I can't imagine a Champions League team without these two in it. No, I can't either, really. <clears throat> um, do you want to give me the? Do you want to give me the? Um, the yeah, so, so both of them have won four Champions Leagues. I, I think all of them with Messi. Um, <laughs> whether that counts for or against yes! is up to. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it misunderstood. I'm. It doesn't count. <laughs> Them. It doesn't count against them. What it counts, what I'm saying is, we have to take into account that the Madrid winning four. You have to take into account that they were playing with the second best player ever, and that's yeah, why, yeah, yeah. that's why you have to look at the talent as well. No, I know, and these two have the talent. Fortunately, okay. I'm going back. Danny Carver housing. <laughs> he is not in. <laughs> Get that off the paper. Um. So, yeah, Xavi, four, four Champions Leagues and 157 appearances. He also got 30 assists, which is uh, a pretty good record. I haven't got the goal tally, but he will have scored a would fair like, few. Would you like a stat about Andres Iniesta, Mike? Go for it. In his career, John Terry has more goal contributions. What? Or at least he did when I last looked this up. That cannot oh, be right. Then who, sorry? Or oh, had he scored more goals? It was one of the two. It was very funny whenever I found he, it. He may have scored more goals. I cannot believe he's got more goal contributions. Um, Iniesta, again, four Champions Leagues, 132 appearances uh, with 29 assists. So, I mean, both of these two were instrumental um, in the Barcelona team obviously with Messi um, and Danny Alves under Pep and others. Um, pretty much just ran the midfield. They were unbelievable on the ball. Um, Iniesta, obviously, slightly the more forward thinking of the two. But as far as Champions League all time, they're getting in the midfield. It's as simple as that. They have literally everything. Much like Maldini, they have absolutely everything, don't they, in terms of qualifying. They've got iconic moments, being parts of iconic teams. They've got longevity. They've got talent. Um, I couldn't look past the two of them. Interestingly, not. interestingly enough, let's ask the question, which one of them's better? <laughs> <laughs> really? Do we have yeah, which one's better? Oh my god! I think this just prefer this just goes down to more what you value as a player. 
in, in a player yeah, for me. Yeah, agreed. Probably to preference. Whether there's a better one of the two, I don't really know. It's Chabby. Yeah, I was going to say it's Chabby if I had to pick it, one. It's, it's Chabby because he didn't score against us. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, it's really interesting. I, I really like Iniesta, to be honest. I, think I, I, lo- I love both of them, way. to it's, be honest. It's, it's, it's Andres Iniesta. He's the, he's the better one to watch, I always think. Um, yeah. You also... Chavi doesn't have an iconic moment, whereas Iniesta has the World Cup winning goal, I would say. Yeah. Which is a massive part in how their careers are viewed. That is true. But Xavi's just a... I mean, that everything just goes through him. Like, he's just so good on the ball. Really good. Really good player. Have, they're in. Now we come yeah, to... Yeah, yeah. They're in. So now we're at the third midfielder. So, there's two... This is where it's going to get really tasty. Yeah, there were two positions left including well including this one there's another position where each of us have picked someone different um so mike who are you putting in this spot yeah so my third midfielder i don't know i don't know about this i'm still unsure but i'm i'm going gigsy in um, central midfield yeah, yeah this is what i i questioned okay yeah um dave um, and I've gone for Tony Cruz. Mike, why have you got gigs? Uh, two Champions Leagues. He has 151 appearances, which is fourth all time uh, in the Champions wow. League. Which is pretty good. Uh, obviously, really? talking about longevity, it's, it's hard to beat fourth all time. Um, <clears throat> 31 assists and 30 goals. The guy could literally do it all. I know some of those were from the wing. Well, probably plenty of those are from the wing. Um, but he obviously, he was pretty talented. Lots of assists, lots of goals. He was part, he has an iconic moment. He's obviously scored a pen in Moscow and I can see him lifting the trophy with Rio. All right. I had to bring that up. <laughs> All right, you can it. Um, he's... It's probably because of the memories I have of him in the Champions League more than necessarily that he's better than the other central midfielders. But I like Giggs, so he's in my team. <laughs> Dave, who have you got? Uh, Seydorf. Uh, he's won four Champions Leagues uh, with three different teams. Uh, first won it with Ajax when he was a young player in the golden generation of players that won it in 95. He also won it with Real Madrid and then twice with Milan. Uh, so the fact he wins it with three teams for me is pretty important. Um, he yeah, also made... Let me a second. I think it's 125 Champions League appearances. Let me just check. I believe it's that much. 131. 131. Yeah. 131 Champions League appearances. Um, just a, a solid all-round midfielder. Uh, you'd say, like, pretty good in both both defensive and attacking, I'd say, with Seydorf. Um, bit of a unit, too. <laughs> um, but I think, I think with me, for Seydorf, of the fact that as a young player, he was in this golden generation of Ajax players. He also then goes to the Real Madrid Galacticos and wins it, and twice with AC Milan in 
sort of the first time he wins it is AC Milan with a lot of good players, some of them at the end of their career. And then again in 06, 07, um, when there's players like Shevchenko and who, you know, I think he just, I couldn't really look past him when looking looking at this. I did actually look at Tony Cruz, um, but I think Seydorf winning it with three teams edges it for me, if, if I'm honest. Um, so I've got Tony Cruz. Um, I also looked at Seydorf. I didn't consider Giggs. Um, uh, obviously, I think Ryan Giggs is an absolutely wonderful player. However, if most, considering how many of his um, appearances were on the wing and the fact he's only got two, when I got to that point, I was like, two negatives means to me I couldn't really justify putting him in. Um, I had Seydorf and Cruz. Re- I actually hated picking the third one. Because I don't want either of these players in, really. Um, I wanted to put in other players that I enjoyed watching. I tried to find a way to get Pirlo in. I tried to find a way to get Zizan in. I tried to find a way to get um, Ronaldinho in, Kaka in. But the reason I settled on Cruz over Seedorf is um, I think Cruz is... It's hard to say he's better, but I think he has more... I felt like he has more of an impact on... Real Madrid and Bayern winning. He certainly was the hub of that Bayern team. And then he came along and along with Modric was the hub that allowed Ronaldo and the front three to thrive for Madrid. Whereas with Seydorf, I, I felt like he was a part of that Milan team and he wasn't, but he wasn't the part of that Milan team. If you start naming the reasons why Milan won, you go a long way through the team before you get to Seydorf, I felt. However, yeah, that's a, that is a tough one between those two. They're both fantastic footballers again. Right, this is really hard. <laughs> it is. It is. I've got a question for you though. About this is unrelated about Tony Cruz. Um, Tony Cruz won won a champ won the World Cup, and then won three Champions Leagues in a row. Is that the great one of the greatest stretches in football history? For a career, it might be. I I can't think of anything better than that. Because that was mad. That is incredible. It's a shame he couldn't have picked up a Euros in there. I wonder what you remember, you know when that Barca team and the Spain team were doing so well. Yeah. I wonder what their stretch was. Yeah, yeah that must have been ridiculous. And Peel. Yeah, but they never retained the Champions League. True. Well, What's... no, but they won. What, what was it? Euros, yeah. World Cup, Euros. So if you, yeah, yeah. If you if you win the Champions Leagues on your off years, that is a ridiculous <laughs> stretch. Yeah. Um, I think it's almost. We'll probably talk more about that Real Madrid team when we get to a certain Mr. Ronaldo. Um, but I just quickly think it was for years with no one ever retained the Champions League, and then they won it three times in a row. That's yeah, I mean... mental. Mental. What a rid- ridiculous achievement. Ah, let's go back and put Ramos and Carver Hall in, shall we? <laughs> Get and Marcelo, I like it. I like <laughs> Marcelo's not getting in. Only fullbacks who can defend. Um, <laughs> so, I guess what we're doing here is, um, Mike, how are you leaning? Because although I think it should be Tony Cruz. If Seydorf gets in, Seydorf gets in. I just, I don't think he's as good a player. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but Seydorf's made more appearances. 
got five. And he's got, what is it, four, cha- four it's Champions four. Leagues? It's four. He's got four? Yeah, yeah, he got basically Real Madrid. Whoa, he was oh. part of one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So he's got the same as Big Tony. I like the idea that he's won it with three different teams. Though. Yeah, he stretches an Ajax golden era where he's a young player. Yeah. Galacticos Real Madrid, AC Milan where they're most dominant. I, I can't look past that. I really cannot look past that. He has to go in, in my opinion. Yeah. Prove himself as a young player, Let's a player in his though. prime, Do and also change, a player near the, the end. Can we change the formation? Should we change the formation to... All right, we're going to change the formation to 4-2-4. Four, four. So we can all <laughs> have a second striker. We don't have to... Say... No, all right. That, we'll... That'll be helpful. We'll put Seydorf in. But that has to be so. I'll get a grip over there. <laughs> The thing, the problem with putting Sadoff in for me is he has the success, he has the longevity, he doesn't have the talent of any of some of the other players that I've dropped off. I would feel so much more comfortable putting in someone like Ryan Giggs over Sadoff. And I'm, oh, not, I'm not saying he was a bad player by any means. You are saying just, he's a bad player. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that. I'm, I'm just saying that. I don't feel like he was... I feel like he has the championships with AC Milan, but he wasn't integral to that AC Milan team in the way that some of these other players were. Yeah, but... It, oh. But No, I, I mean, <laughs> he's in, but... I don't feel good about it. Dear me. <laughs> I mean, dear me. I, he's got... He To me, he's a lot like Danny Carvajal. Very good player. <laughs> not a success, but... I don't really I'm want to put him... This. All right, let's go to another lock. Uh, do you want to go left or right first? It makes uh, no difference. <laughs> let's go left first. That okay. might talk let's about go, one of the best players that's ever put on a Man United shirt. I think. Yes. I think actually, we've got the best. Uh, now, I'm going to preface this with the fact that I think Messi's the best player ever. I think Ronaldo yes. is the best Champions League player ever. Wait yeah. until you see the stats. No, to be fair, you're right. Like the resume- even in the stats, even no, in the no, stats, no, Ronaldo no. wins in the Champions League anyway. Uh, five Champions Leagues, um, four at Madrid, one at United. I think was the split. Is that right? Yeah, Ronaldo has more Champions Leagues than most yeah. clubs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's yeah. really. I'm almost rooting for him to get one more, so he's got the same amount as Liverpool. Wouldn't that be lovely? That Don't would they really have... shut them up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or maybe they've got... Have they got seven? It's seven now, isn't it? They've got six, haven't they? They might have seven now. They've got seven. Oh, no, they've got six. They've got six. Oh, yeah, because they, lo- they, they, they fucked it up in Kiev, like Gerard de Bar. Thank God they for that. Carriers, gave it to Benzema. So, <laughs> to put five Champions Leagues in context, that means, yeah, he's, he's one behind Liverpool as a club all time. He's won the same as Bayern Munich and Barcelona. He, he's won more than Ajax, which is four, and he's won Man United and, and Juventus put together the same amount as those two. So the only people who have more than him, are, the only clubs that have more than him are Real Madrid and yeah. Milan, right? Milan and Liverpool, and that's it. Yeah, God. Which is, I mean... That in itself can get you into this, um, I think. All-time record goal scorer in a competition. Yeah. So, yeah, he scored 129 goals <laughs> in 173. 
appearances. He's also got 40 assists, so he's not just scoring goals, but he is scoring a lot of goals. Yeah. It's really funny. He has more goals than most players have appearances. Well, yeah. I mean, we've put... If Roberto Carlos got in with 128 appearances and Ronaldo has 129 goals. Um, so... To talk about um, him in... So he scored in Moscow. He uh, did. He, he also missed a penalty, but we'll we'll look past that like we did for Maldini. Yeah, we we will look past that. Um, um, we'll look past the entirety of Moscow. Let's not talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's also got uh, a match-winning pen versus Atletico. He's also got the third uh, goal in their route. Um, I believe he's got... He didn't score against Liverpool, but anyway... No one's denying he's not a huge game player. I recall a, a semi-final performance over Bayern Munich that was monstrous, truly monstrous, like peak Ronaldo, like pace, power, everything. When he's on, he can literally carry a team on his own. But that's the thing. It's con- the thing is with Ronaldo, we talk about longevity, longevity of absolute, consistent, match-winning performances. Take um, Juve, the other yeah, two down. Ronaldo scores a hat trick. Yeah, he literally left. just put them on his back and back. got them through. Iconic, was, that was incredible. Iconic goals. Um, talk about the free kick versus Sporting. Um, the header versus Chelsea. The header against yeah, Man United. Unbelievable. The header against Man United. I always remember where his knees are by over his head. He, uh, yeah, he also scored uh, a goal that I think got a lot less credit than it should have against us for Juventus. Yes, with the Benucci, the ball over the top. Which is unbelievable skill. We were watching that in my house, weren't we? I think we may have been. Over his, was it over his shoulder? And he yeah, just, yeah, Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Um, he scored an overhead kick, hasn't he, as well, in the yeah, Champions League? Was that a, yeah. a semi? Juventus. That was against Juventus, I mean, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's done it all. He really has done it all. And It'd, it'd, be, it'd be nice if we could win one with Juve. Um. We talked about, will, though, talked about it earlier in terms of um, not with Sarri in charge. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> and Alan Ramsey in the team. You can't have an Arsenal player in the team. It's just too much bottle jobs in there. <laughs> Sorry, I, didn't, I had to get one in. Um, I think, <laughs> interestingly enough, we talked about it earlier, but probably not enough is made of that Madrid team winning three in a row because retaining it, had never been done, and then they retained it again. Yeah, like, absolutely unheard of it. An unbelievable, unbelievable run in the Champions League. You've got to win, or I mean, I know there's over two legs, but there's a lot that you have to get right against the best teams in the world to do that once, let alone three in a row. Well, then you. It's I don't all, think that'll ever be done again, to be honest. No, and it's all the more impressive when you consider, although they didn't play, this is in a time with the greatest player of all time in Lionel Messi, also in the competition. Yeah. Um, so while we took away, while I was saying that we have to be aware of the Ronaldo effect for other players, here I think we have to say he gets even more of a boost. Um, Dave, what yeah. is Ronaldo for you? I mean, yeah, I mean... Absolutely phenomenal, isn't he? Just his goal scoring, top assists also, Champions League. Uh, the top scorer, top assists. He's just 
Wow. Like, he's really done it all in, in the Champions League and to do it with United and also Real Madrid, absolutely integral but behind the three years in a row. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. If, if anyone's trying to put anyone forward over Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> on this left wing, I'd, I'd love you to get in contact with us and put forward probably a good few thousand words and how you're trying to justify that to anybody. Frankly, don't bother. Yeah. It makes no difference. <laughs> um, and the other wing is just about as, as held down. I'll I'll take that one away, if you don't mind. Uh, yep, you uh, Will's had up Ryan Bertrand for the left wing. Uh, if, if you want, we can publish a Will essay on Twitter about Bertrand. Um, yeah, Lionel, <laughs> Lionel Messi uh, obviously is our right winger. He's made a hundred... <laughs> Maluda, I like it. Right? 100, 141 appearances. Nah, he's overrated. He's got 114 goals and 35 assists, which means that he's contributing to a goal better than every 90 minutes. He stat-padded uh, which... most, most of them versus Leverkusen. Dynamo Kiev. Yeah. He, Messi loses like five goals because he's got to play Celtic all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and lost to them. Do you know... I don't know. But what a, what a, just, well, probably, in my opinion, the best player of all time. Just one unbelievable player. Um, very much like Ronaldo with Real Madrid. The the player really driving them through to this success. Um, obviously, playing in good teams in, in both their rights, but that edge that makes them magnificent teams is is really more down to a magnificent individual rather than the entire team stepping up to oh yeah well, such a level neat let's be honest let's call the spade a spade Pep's Barca doesn't win a Champions League without Messi absolutely I, not I, I don't think there's any way that Pep's Barca works at that same level without Lionel Messi and it, it goes very much the same for Zidane's Zidane's Ronaldo Zidane's Real Madrid I meant but Real Madrid is Ronaldo so <laughs> yeah, it was through that time. Um, yeah, Messi, again, in my opinion, greatest of all time. The guy is clearly in there. He has also been incredible in the Champions League. Um, Coles in finals. So, he, I mean, he scored that. He beat Rio Ferdinand for a header, yeah, which still, distra- still hurts Rio. That was an incredible header, by the way. Absolutely fantastic. The way he just hung it in the air for that. And then he destroyed us at Wembley as well a few years later. So, I mean, what a, what a player. What a player. He, he ticks every box by far. Oh, yeah. And, oh, God, yeah. Which brings us nicely, I think, onto the Shanker. final, probably, debate. I think um, we've got three different ones here, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dave, who have you got? Yeah, I'm happy to go with mine first. Uh, I put on Samuel Eto'o. Okay, um, wait, 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 wait. Mike, who have you got? Raul. And I've got Benzema. Dave, why have you got Eto'o? Um, so with Eto'o, won three Champions Leagues, two of Barca, one with Inter Milan. Um, scored goals in two of the three finals. Um, was integral in, in Champions League runs for, for in those seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and he 
he scored 30 goals in 78 start 78 games but it was actually 30 and 62 starts so it's very good goal scoring record and I agree that uh, I did this one was really hard to whittle down this is the position I struggle with most you've got Ralph for longevity that to be honest uh, I can see Mike's arguments entirely for for Raul Filippo uh, Inzaghi was another one that I struggled with uh, because Inzaghi 46 goals in 81 appearances 1-2 um and in the second one against Liverpool, he scored both goals and basically secured them that Champions League. Um, but I, I went with Vato solely because he's won three. And I just think in terms mm. of a player for stepping up in the Champions League, Eto was a, a big game player. Mm. If you look at him as a whole, the amount of finals he scored in is ridiculous. I just, yeah. I just really had to put him down. Interestingly enough, he only won two while he was playing as a striker. He played left wing for Inter. Yeah, I'm not sure really what what was what? fought there, to be honest. Well, I mean, he played left wing because it was the right position for him. He got shifted out there for Milito. So that's an interesting one in terms of... I don't know. I, I, mm. OK, Brez, Raul? Yeah. Uh, he's won three Champions Leagues. Obviously, again, part of the Real Madrid Galactico, similar sort of time to Roberto Carlos. Um, he scored 71 goals, which puts him third all-time behind just Messi and Ronaldo. Um, he also has 16 assists in 144 appearances, which puts him fifth all-time in appearances as well. So, as far as longevity... Success, talent. Hmm. I think he ticks every box. To be honest, he was the yeah. one. Yeah. I feel like he's got some iconic Champions League moments as well. You can just picture him, can't you, in that Real yeah. Madrid shirt in the Champions League. So, um, I wrote down Benzema just to talk about Benzema. I actually picked Raúl, but I oh, want beautiful. But I want to make the case for Benzema just quickly. <laughs> yeah, Benzema was my, my honourable mention. So you fire away. Um, Benzema's one. Win four, um, and I know we've got the Ronaldo. I keep we keep talking about this Ronaldo Messi tax. Um, I don't think I don't think Ronaldo is as successful as he is without playing with a foil like Benzema. And he's the third highest, the um, the fourth highest goal scorer with sixty four. Yeah. So he's got the stats. He's got the success. He's got the longevity, given how many he's already played and will continue to play. And I just thought it was really interesting that when I look, because when I started this, I thought, oh, Raul will be indefinitely. And it did end that I was like, Raul should probably be in this. Um, But I did want to give an honourable mention to Benzema because he was so integral to those teams. And I think if we we were to do this list again in two years, I'd I'd pick him. I think that there's a strong possibility that's the case, yeah. I mean, I'm half uh, tempted to pick him now, but I can't look past Raul's... I think Raul was the better striker. Yeah. I I mean, I couldn't look past him either, but yeah, Benzema was my next choice, to be fair. I didn't even consider Samuel Eto. I hadn't thought of him. I was thinking of Lewandowski was my number three. Never won it. 
Yeah, yeah that's that's my problem with him. So he couldn't go in, but he's also he scored the same as Benzema in the Champions League sixty four. That's interesting, Dave, that you thought of Pippo and Zaghi as well, because Pippo and Zaghi was ruled out by me totally on talent. Eto also, I'd like to point out, got nineteen assists, uh, including an assist in the one final he didn't score in. So... True, where he played left wing. Yeah. I, I can't pick him at striker if he won one of the three Champion League he won. He was playing out on the wing. Yeah, but come on, Will. That's like that's like Messi winning some of them playing through the middle and you go, no, we can't put him right wing. It's exactly the same argument. But I would say he played most... Nah, you, you're not wrong there. All right, take it, taking it, mine. We've got to find a new right winger because Messi's going in the middle. <laughs> The amount of we got, sass we got to put our talent out there with listeners. I wish you could see it. Wish you could no, see it. genuinely, I genuinely, I think we have to put Messi in the middle now. And we have to find a right winger. Gareth Bale's in. Everyone. Oh my word! If we're playing, if we're playing a golf slash football tournament, yeah, maybe. Oh, well, Gareth Bale's got how many? Four. Four, as well, four. Isn't he? four, including possibly the best. The best final goal, goal apart from the Zidane. Oh God, it was so great when they lost, wasn't it? It was so, beautiful. It was magnificent because of the first year we had, the, we had that one year where Liverpool hearts were crushed into like a tiny ball, and then they were followed up by Tottenham's hearts getting crushed into a tiny ball. <laughs> sensational, really. <coughs> so we all agreed, Damien Duff at twelve nine. <laughs> no, okay. So our final team is um, Iker Casillas in goal, Danny Alves at right back, Paolo Maldini at cent- left centre back, Carlos Puyol at right centre back. Roberto Carlos left back. I read those two the wrong way round. <laughs> Centre mid, Xavi, Iniesta, and Tadorf. <laughs> uh, left wing, we've got Cristiano Ronaldo, um, who is captaining the team. I've made that decision just now. What? I think he'd be a terrible. I think he'd be, like ter- well, be a terrible captain. Why not Carlos Puyol or Maldini? Because Ronaldo's the best player. So we'll or Casillas. Ronaldo's not even the best player. I like it. We'll get. He's Marcelo the best player in the Champions League, mate. We'll get Marcelo oh. in and put him captain. I like it, chaps. Uh, we've got Raúl at striker, and we've got Lionel Messi at right wing on the bench. We've got to put Eto on the bench. No, it's got to be there. Yes, we do. <laughs> Benzema's on the bench. Benzema's the striker on the bench. There's, there's five subs. We'll put two uh, strikers on there. Tony, Tony <laughs> Cruz is on the bench, and. Right, we've got one Rolls more, Royce. We've got one more decision to make, and that's who's managing this collective. By the way, I'm looking. At Only this... two subs, Will. What sort of squad are we naming here? The, well, we're just Ryan Bertrand, Solomon Kalou, Damian Duff. They're all on the bench. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, Ryan Bertrand's a better defender than Marcelo while we're at it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So, in terms of managing the team, um, me and Dave have got Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah, Mike's got Carlo Ancelotti slash Zidane. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to explain myself. Please now, do. <laughs> I would like Carlo Ancelotti. Clearly, I think he is by far the better manager. They've both won three Champions Leagues, which means, well, now as far as that's concerned, yeah. Hold on, Ancelotti will manage this team. However, considering who is in the team. This is not a team suited to an. This is not an, an Ancelotti team at all. Is it a Zidane team? It's more of a Zidane team than an Ancelotti team. Would you not agree? I'm looking at that midfield. 
and given how pragmatic Zidane is, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way he has that midfield. Or yeah, he, no he wouldn't. Have, he, he wouldn't midfield. choose to have that mid- midfield, but he's he's having it now. No, <laughs> Ancelotti's the man. I just think with because we've had well because I had Ramos and uh, Ronaldo in, it suited better to have Zidane. But I didn't want Zidane as my manager really. I think it's interesting. Um, I think I actually disagree. I think Carl Ancelotti do a good job managing this team because he. Let's experience players do what they want to do, um, and it's yeah, that's fair. And he's he's like a really his man management's really good. Um, I just think he'd actually fit well here, and also he's won it with three different clubs. It's true. Yeah, but well, it's only two clubs as Champions Leagues. It's Real Madrid yeah, it's and true. AC. That is true. Yeah. yeah, that is true. Yeah. However, I don't care. Yeah, Ancelotti's the man. Oh no, he's the man. But I'm just just saying we can't have it down as a money with three clubs because it's two. Interestingly enough, if you include everyone else, does anyone else get in this team? If you include the whole time, do you reckon you put anything else in this team? As in players, yeah. I wouldn't. I'd I would be, change it much. I, I would put change a centre back and I think a midfielder, but that's it. I think I'd throw Kaka in there on the bench. I don't think he gets in. But I wanted to mention him. No, just because, just because the one Champions League he won, he was top scorer with 10 goals, literally fired AC Milan to it and got the Ballon d'Or. It's one of the best individual seasons. Ronaldinho did it a few years earlier, didn't he? For the Champions League. Yeah, it doesn't fit the agenda of loving Kaka, Will. Because Kaka was an absolute baller. Look, if we're putting in people with one Champions League's, into this team, putting in Ashley Cole. That's who we're putting in, and Roy Keane. Oh, I, I'm, half, Roy. Yeah, I'm half tempted to put Roy Keane into that final centre mid spot just for the performance away at Juventus. Can we put in John O'Shea for nutmegging Luis Figo? Right, give it a rest, Mike. Are we putting Roy, <laughs> are we putting Roy Keane in over Clarence Sadoff? Yeah, oh, get out! Get him in there. I've made the change. I've made that, the change. Roy Keane. No, no I'm not. I'm not having this. So to confirm that team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, leave Clarence Sadoff in there, despite him being um, vastly overrated. Um. <laughs> get out. <laughs> okay. So. That's your Champions League all-time 11. Let us know what you think of it by emailing us at In and Around Pod or just letting us know on Twitter at In and Around Pod. Um, chaps, that was um, that was actually harder to pick than our Premier League one. I felt. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. There's some uh, some differing opinions, as you'd expect. Which is interesting because we we dis- we only disagreed we disagreed on one two every player eight, I put forward four. basically. <laughs> well, you you, st- you we let you have Sadov, which was yeah. yeah. What do you, you mean? Pissed, it's because you you're about to say it was dubious. Valdez over You put you pissed us off by saying Victor Valdez is in over Casillas. <laughs> <laughs> you started off the pod on a bad run, and then you carried on Marcelo over Roberto Carlos. God. The people of Brazil would not let you in their country. They uh, love Marcelo, so yeah, they would. Not as much as they love Big Roberto. Absolute prime shagger. Anyway. 
that is going to have to do it for this week because I'm sick of talking to Dave. <laughs> um, if, Dave, if the people for some reason would like to follow you and listen to more of your obnoxious drivel, where can they? <laughs> um, well, it's, it's Dave Harris underscore 44. And I just, I just want some support over this this well slandering <laughs> to be honest if you want to listen to dave just take your headphones and put, plug the jack into a garbage bin and you'll get his thoughts mike <laughs> where can they listen to you <laughs> oh unreal uh, at, at mikey Bresnan on twitter good and you can yeah, listen to me good. and you can find my thoughts at will hunt 17 but i'll just let you know for the next week there'll be that my thought is that dave's a moron um <laughs> thank you for joining us um Again, next week, I think it's going to be a mail bag round. But let us know your thoughts on all of this on, on, at Twitter at inaroundpod at gmail.com and not at Twitter at inaroundpod or an email at inaroundpod at gmail.com. I'm so angry about the Valdez thing. Um, <laughs> um, until next time, as always, please stay safe and we will um, we'll catch you next time. Bye. <laughs>